This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by PopyApparel.com. If you are a woman who listens to this podcast, then you are in luck. Because I have a special deal for you this week. Go to Poppy Up and every week actually. Go to poppyapparel.com, enter promo code the podcast with a capital D. You'll get 10% off your next shipments, free shipping worldwide. And if you want to support the show, I have a merch website. So go to wehavemerch.com, type in the podcast. You could order mugs, t shirts, and women's tees, black or white. Free, sh- not free shipping, but shipping worldwide as well. And also, Go to podbros.com, which I am a part of. Listen to my show there. Listen to another bunch of shows as well. But if you want to help them out, click on their Amazon banner. Takes you two seconds free of charge. Helps them out. Helps me out. And obviously, keep on listening to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. And every Sundays on EMZT Radio, they have a podcast block in between the time of about 1 and 6. I'm usually around 4. So you can check me out there. And obviously... Twitter, Instagram, you guys know that. I'll run it at the end of the show because I want to get to my guest this week because this is the unofficial 100th episode of mine, including bonuses and everything that I've dropped. So I decided to have a special guest this week in the realm of what I like to talk about usually. So if listeners know, everyone knows that I am a big wrestling fan and I like to talk about wrestling every once in a while to the point where I've even won a podcast award from a wrestling podcast. So... Maybe I know my shit, maybe I don't. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what my guest has to say this week. He is up-and-coming rising superstar or wrestler, however you want to say it nowadays. You will you could see him every Friday on MLW Fusion on BNTV and on YouTube after. He is none other than Brian Pillman Jr. How's everybody doing today? Well, I wish they could respond back, but I'm sure they're very happy that I actually have a good guest this week. Not to say that I haven't had good guests, but everyone knows that listens that I like to do special stuff for, I guess, landmark episodes. So this being the unofficial, I had to dive into my little book of tricks and pull out something big. Hey, I'm not a bad guest to have. I'm <laughs> glad to be a part of it. 
Perfect. Thank you so much. Okay, before we get into anything, obviously people know about the Brian Pillman name. But first, I, I really need to know about this because being up here in Canada, we don't usually have these, at least being from Toronto. But please, my man, tell me, what's up with the mullet? See, but do you enjoy having it, or like you said, it's purely just for functional? Um, you know, functional, stylish, a little, you know, a little throwback to the '80s. You know, I think like the '80s and '90s kind of vintage style is very hot right now. Right. Uh, I think there's never been a better time than, than 2018 to have the best mullet that anyone has ever seen. Well, I appreciate that because I am actually an 80s baby. So I grew up in the era when it was actually really fashionable. So that's why I had to ask if you're trying to bring it back as a fashion statement, if it was part of your, I guess, your persona on TV, or if it's just something that you... I guess it was just the, per- it was just the perfect storm and it goes perfect with my personality as well. <laughs> perfect. Well, everyone knows you're the son of Brian Pillman, obviously, right? But this is not going to be about your dad. This is about you because I want to get people to know who is the actual Brian Pillman Jr. So are you also from Cincinnati? Yeah, so I was born, I guess, uh, I said on this, uh, I was born in Atlanta, Georgia, but I was raised in northern Kentucky my whole life. Northern Kentucky is just 10 minutes outside of Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay, gotcha. So, uh, yeah, I'm basically a greater Cincinnati native for my whole life. That's pretty cool. So let's get right into it. How long have you been wrestling for? Well, um, I've been having matches since December 31st. Seriously? That short? Wow. Well, it does not show, my friend. It does not show. Because I actually caught a match of yours, actually your most recent singles match on MLW TV, and it did not look like that you just started wrestling in December. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I just started, and uh, I've had a lot of good help, a lot of good trainers. Um, you know, I trained for the plant storm for three months before that. Uh, nice. Just generally a very good uh, education in wrestling in a short amount of time. So I'm really glad that people, uh, I didn't know how the match was going to be received. It was my first TV match. I've actually never worked a TV uh, product like that before with national coverage, you know. Wow. You know, a lot of every, every promotion, every indie has a hard camp these days. So, you know, you get your hard camp practice in. But right. never on like a TV level no that's pretty cool because like i said it does not show my friend it's either you're faking it till you make it or you actually have it and obviously you have it because fuck, I, in wrestling i don't think you could fake it that far to the point where you're on tv and pulling it off right So you mentioned you trained with you mentioned you trained with Lance Storm. So you were up in Calgary then. You lived there for three months and everything. Yeah, yeah. So it was cool. I got to I got to go up to Calgary and experience that city and experience uh, meeting the Hart family. I met Bruce Hart nice. and many of the Hearts up there. Lots of them. There's about five hundred of them. 
Um, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I got to see the house. My, I got to see the house my dad grew up, which was kind of cool. And oh, that's I awesome. lived with them for a little bit. Right, exactly. Well, obviously, because if, if you know, <laughs> for people who don't know, who are not big wrestling fans, Brian Pillman Jr.'s dad was Brian Pillman, Flying Brian, who was a part of the Hart Foundation in the Attitude Era, and also trained with the Hearts and was a big, like, almost, I guess, a, a type of second cousin. Is safe to say? Yeah, I mean, as far as my relationship with the Hart Foundation goes, um, they definitely. Uh, welcomed me into the family with open arms. Davey Boyd Smith Jr. has been a brother to me since I met him. Wow, that's awesome. So, when it comes to that kind of family, a Russian family like that, they, uh, they really take care of you and they really have a strong bond with you. Okay, so I... Okay, I, I need to know this because I'm also a Canadian, obviously, and I'm also a cat... Not lover, but owner... Are they as crazy as everyone says with the cats running around everywhere? Um, Teddy has cats, but Bruce's family has more dogs. Oh, they're they're into dogs now instead of the cat thing? Mm-hmm. Well, how about, uh, well, you mentioned it too, you're part of the Hart Foundation now, the newly formed Hart Foundation that's on MLW, which consists of you, Teddy Hart, and Harry, right? So how how is that carrying yeah. now the lineage of the Heart Foundation? Do you feel pressure? Do you feel honored? Are you nervous? Are you excited? Um, it's a very powerful uh, dynamic, but it's also a very organic one. Um, yeah. We're all very naturally pretty cocky and, and good <laughs> together, and we we have a we have a swagger like nobody else has ever had in MLW, and that's why Court Bauer refers to us as the Three Kings of MLW because we're just pure wrestling royalty and. And uh, I know that Teddy and Davey, and Davey Boy Jr. are miles ahead of me in terms of uh, in the ring and performing uh, high-level matches. But uh, what my strength lies is in, in my promo ability and my ability to, to capture a young, uh, fresh character and, and display it for the world. So no, we have a very good, we all compliment, we all compliment each other. Um, Teddy and Harry are very different. They're very polarizing uh, figures, yep. and uh, I, I also have my own niche as well, so I feel like I tie them together quite well. Well, that's what's important too, because you need to have your own voice and your own say when you're in this sort of faction, especially carrying the Heart Foundation name. So did you always want to be a wrestler, or is this something that just came to you after? Like, Because obviously your dad died at a young age, so you never were, well, I'm, I'm assuming you weren't exposed after to the business as much as, I guess, someone who would be alive after. But were you always into wrestling, or like I said, was it just something that just came? So in the back of my head, I knew that I had an opportunity available to me, but growing up, I was more or less conditioned to, you know, by my teachers and by my mom, and everybody was like, no, don't do that, like, go to college, yada, yada, Right. You know, the typical fucking fairy tale, you're going to be happy ever after if you just go to college. You, you've heard it all, right? Of course. Um, no, and I did all that, you know. Like, I, I tried not to fall back. Like, in a weird way, I tried not to, like, fall into it. Like, fall into the seduction of being, you know, living that life and that. But, um, yeah, at the end of the day, I just realized it's who I am as a person. It's who I was. Yeah, you know, born to be. I'm a very natural performer as far as being in front of people. 
mm-hmm. never had stage fright or nothing. I actually prefer. I'm actually nervous in the locker room before the match, and then as soon as I get out there, I'm right where I need to be, you know. So nice. very natural as far as getting out there, um, out from underneath the, the desk life. So, yeah, I mean, I, I went to college, got my degree. I'm sitting on some college debt, but I, uh, I had a job for a year with a high-level uh, international corporation. Oh, wow. They're actually going to send me over to India to do some cool stuff over there, but... Uh, and they were going to upgrade me to the next level, but I was like, look, i got to go be a wrestler. I'm too busy <laughs> jumping off the top of the cubicle on the people like, hey, get out of my way, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? When you have a talent and it needs to be exposed, I'm sorry to say there's something in the universe, something out there, whatever you believe in, God, the universe, I don't care, whatever it is, it's going to push you towards that way no matter what. Like, There's going to be signs. You just have to stay open to listen to them, right? So, okay, now being a second-generation wrestler, I'm sure you get both of these problems, and have you actually had these problems yet? Like getting, obviously, the special treatment, being a son of a wrestler, do people, like, shine up to you? Do people, like, do stuff for you automatically? Or is it the opposite, where people are so jealous and think that you're old stuff that they turn on you and want to backstab you and try and rip you off more? You know... It's hard to say, like, when a specific instance like that occurs, but uh, there's definitely a, a very wide spectrum of, of, of perception of me. Okay. Which I'm completely fine with, you know. Of course, you can't please everyone. Some people think I'm, some people think I'm too cocky. Some people think, oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. And right. And quite frankly, I just think I, I just think I market and I promote myself well, and I'm very charismatic. And yep. Not every guy is very charismatic. You know, it's one of those things you're kind of either born with it or you're not and you know so many guys I see they get the job done in the ring really well and maybe they're not as charismatic or they're not as good as businessmen mm-hmm. lucky for me I'm you know I'm a college graduate with a business degree I can uh, really you know really market myself well and I think that's what's contributed to my quick kind of quick setup of, of getting on TV and stuff and getting things out there getting some, getting some good, good footage out there it's because you know I'm just, uh, I'm just keen. I'm smart, smart kid. Good head on my shoulders. So, hey, there's nothing absolutely wrong with that when you know you're good at something and you're able to prove it. Because again, I'm from the old school era, from the '80s, like I said, and stuff. And when I was growing up, it was always you got to pay your dues. You got to pay your like even in the '80s. A wrestler would only blow up and become like a real champ once he hits his '40s and stuff. So he have to go through the process, yeah. and there would never be a young champion. And then all of a sudden, now, obviously, it's you don't have to do those ways because obviously people back then were holding other people down. And now if you have talent, why not expose it? Why not be proud of it and show it off? Because you are marketing yourself. You are your job. So you want to get out there and have other promotions and people start liking you as well. Yeah. All right. So, okay. You say you don't get nervous going out there. So what is your biggest fear of being in the ring? What? Is your biggest fear of something happening while you're in the ring? Or has it already happened? Um, you know, I, 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 a lot of it is just, you know, making sure you don't forget what you're going to do, you know, you know, don't forget what you, what you want to get across and stuff. So, you know, you just want to make sure you hit the mark. But sometimes you have a match and you just don't hit the exact mark you were aiming for and that's the worst feeling. So. That's true, because sometimes you, well... But I don't care what people 
think, you know, I don't care what people think of me in, in the crowd, you know, or really online. I'm more so worried about impressing my coworkers and having a good match that they can respect, you know. See, and that I totally understand. And being only a fan, and I don't get that. At the end of the day, the expert opinion is going to be best, right? Well, of course. And that's what I was just saying. As being a fan and not knowing. Like crowds, will cheer, crowds will cheer on a match of mine just because of who I am. You know what I mean? It's not always because it's the best match. They just kind of get over it. They get invested in it emotionally. So I don't have to have the most as crisp match as the guy next to me, if that makes sense to you. Well, of course it makes sense. And like I was trying to say, if like coming from me, from my perspective, I'm a fan. Obviously, I don't know the wrestling side like as being a performer. But to me, it still pisses me off when, say, a wrestler either botches a spot or something happens, even if it's not to their own fault, and then the crowd starts chanting, you fucked up. Like to me, that's the one of the most disrespectful things that a fan could do because these guys are putting it out there, obviously, and it's not to their own fault. It's not like to go out there and want to fuck up on purpose. But there's circumstances, shit happens, we're human, we make mistakes, and so forth and so on. So it, while people think that a match should always be perfect, is it really always perfect? And to me, I'd rather have it more organic than perfect, because then it's too much choreographed, if that makes sense. Yeah, and there's, just, yeah, there's different levels of wrestling and different kind of styles. Um, but for the most part, you know, if you want to succeed on today's circuit, you really got really to remember your stuff, and you really got to run you know, some elaborate stuff. No, of course. Okay, so you said you had a college degree. So if you weren't doing what you're doing now in wrestling, what you got as your college degree, would that what you would be doing? Uh, I'd be doing uh, database managing type deals, uh, taking care of uh, car dealership databases. Oh, so you... Uh, handle those, yeah. Sorry, are you a huge uh, car guy? Are you a motorhead, as they say? Uh, I, I was growing up, yeah. So I, uh, every car I've ever owned, I still Oh, nice. Going to auctions and buying total cars and my own a garage and a junkyard. And so I'm pretty keen when it comes to body work and cars. Oh, so you could literally build uh, one like up. A for business and like information systems, like database stuff. Right. And uh, I just ended up meeting a company that happened to work with car dealerships and we, we did their software and everything. So you could literally build a car up from the frame all the way up to a, a, a working machine. Yeah, so like, I've dealt with the databases involving the accounting department. Oh, so you're not really in there physically working on the car then? Or are you into that as well? No, I, I, I physically work on my own cars, but oh, okay. I work at that company. I work for their technology support, database support department. Shit. <clears throat> that's pretty impressive but so what kind of car are you guy are you like a sports car guy are you a muscle car guy I'd love to have a nice sports car I've never been able to afford one but yeah I'd love to get a really badass uh, sports car so once <clears throat> once you make it big I'd like to have an actor NSX okay perfect that's <clears throat> that's exactly what I was going to ask you once you make it big and you get that nice first big uh, payout that's what you're, you're going to go out and purchase oh yeah <laughs> are you yeah. going to be one of those guys that has a full garage of cars or do you just need that one car and you're good enough uh, well you know once you get one it probably gets a good thing after that so. <laughs> you know what that's, that's what everyone says <laughs> that's what everyone says well they, you can only live life once right so why not so what 
are are you into today's product? Do you watch today's product, or or are you just solely into your training? Uh, and- you know, I I, uh, I, I, uh, I watched uh, SmackDown last night, and okay. Now I remembered why I don't watch WWE that much. <laughs> Don't worry. It's a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of talking. You know, I can already do the talking. I need a, I need a few more creative uh, spots and matches and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. So, is that your biggest dislike about today's product? That there's just too much talking? Uh, I don't know if every episode's like that. You know, this, this was like an OG episode, bring out all the old guys. Right. Yeah, that's right. But, you know, I think, you know, I think what they're doing with the 205 Live is really good right now. A lot of, a lot of high-level matches going on there. And, you know, uh, I think it's really good. So, NXT, really good shit. I enjoy that. Yeah, well, I think everybody does. I'm going to grab a bag of ice here. <laughs> okay, so... wonderful shoulder. What, you, are you rehabbing? Are, are you all right there? Is there an injury you want to disclose? Uh, or? Sore, yeah, just a sore shoulder. Just a sore shoulder. Oh, is that just from the bumps? Okay, so is it true? So, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, with wrestling, you're always either working out your body or you're, you know, you're healing it up. Okay, and that leads perfect into my next my question. wants to work out today, but I want to heal up. <laughs> is she also a wrestler or is she, uh, I guess, a civilian, as they say? Oh, okay. So, oh, there he goes. Nice shutout for her. So, how is it? Is it? Do you find it easier dating a fellow wrestler, or is it easier dating a non wrestler, or do you even care? It doesn't matter. Whatever you vibe with is good for you. I'm sorry. I had to get some. I had to get it back with this ice. Can you hear again? No, I was just saying, is it easier to date a fellow wrestler, or does it really matter in the long run to you? Yeah, I think uh, I think it's it's easier to understand. You know, your schedules are same, similar, um, so it's it's easier to date a girl that wrestles and kind of understands the struggles and things. Also, it's it's hard to talk to people like even now, my friends in, in high school and stuff. They don't understand wrestling and they don't care as much. So. Right. Uh, it's one of those art forms. You really want to engross your whole life in it to get good at it. Yep. Um, but now, I mean, more or less, you know, there's there's still plenty of guys that uh, that are single on the scene and stuff. But you know, back then, it used to be about service in the rack. <laughs> it used to be, yep. you know, Jim Cornette would tell you to go out there and sleep with the fans. That way they'd come back. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the old school way of it. So mm-hmm. times have definitely changed, I think, with the... Today's culture and uh, a lot of a lot of women doing really good in wrestling. It's, of course, it's an attractive option to date a wrestler for sure, and she's really hot too, so that helps. Well, that always helps. Of course, it does. But now, are you <laughs> are you a nay or yay against male on female wrestling? Because I'm pro. I I totally think like what Lucha Underground does with their female versus male wrestlers. I think it's awesome, and that more companies should follow suit. But again, that's just me. I, I want to know how an actual wrestler feels about it. <laughs> yeah, like I was talking on this last podcast, I did another one at 10. Uh, everything is contextual, right? So if New Japan has a promotion where it's treated as like a high-level sport and they, you know, they, 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 they don't um, sacrifice that, that disbelief in that, you know, like 
but yeah, you're right. If you tell the story properly, there's a very believable way to do it. Right? Of course. Very believable. Right. But um, it's, not, it, it, it's whatever your product is. You know that there should be there should be wrestling that doesn't have an agenda, and there should be wrestling that does. And yep. They should be different promotions or different shows, you know, different styles. But, like, there's something for everybody in wrestling right now. I know. And you can't complain about wrestling because there's literally something for everybody. Like, there's gay wrestling. There's, mm-hmm. like, all-black wrestling. There's, like, all-midget wrestling. Mm-hmm. They probably have all-black midget wrestling. You know what I mean? So... <laughs> You know what it is? Wrestling? And people, people need to let intergender be because I've seen some great intergender matches. Exactly. But and I've it's... also seen a lot of, uh, you know, I've also seen a lot of all male cars on New Japan and it's been amazing. You know, so it's like, sometimes if your product doesn't call for it, then don't do it. Exactly. But I have nothing against New Japan for not doing Gender and not being in a gender. Right. And I also have nothing against WWE's way where they focus on the women versus the women and not so much in the gender stuff. Mm-hmm. And I also enjoy the indie way of women are getting their asses beat and <laughs> doing a good job and, you know, going real well and also giving good offensive look. There's plenty of girls that have a good, uh, National figure that can you know really do some damage out there, and they're believable. So I think wrestling is in a great spot, or something for everybody. You know, you know what I compare wrestling to nowadays? Because again, I grew up. I keep harking back, but just to make my point, I grew up in the '80s. So back then, we literally just had regular missionary porn. Now, when you type in porn, there's so many subcategories that you don't even know where to fucking begin. So wrestling is sort of a way, like porn. Yeah, like you said, there's a fetish and there's a thing for everyone. So. If you don't find it here, it doesn't mean you can't find it there. Absolutely right. Everything's a fetish in wrestling. <clears throat> and it is true. I guess that's the only way you could really describe it since it still has that kind of stigma behind it, which I don't understand whatsoever, but that's another argument for another day, I guess. So when... Okay, so being, I guess, still an indie wrestler, so, so to speak, are you a road warrior? Are you on the road 24-7, traveling from city to city? Or, or do you commute with a bunch of guys? Do you fly? Yeah, I drive if it's uh, six hours or less. Yeah. If it's over that, I tell them to fly me out. And do you do the solo mission or do you get along with people? Do you like to have other guys in the car or it's just you on your own and that's it? Um, since my, my bookings vary so much and wherever I'm going, I never really ride with people. Okay. Um, and it sort of helped me kind of reflect on things alone and have some time to myself. But, if there was somebody that needed a ride, I would totally give them one. Like, I would never say no to somebody. Right. Um, I've just always been going in different directions than people generally around here in Dayton. Um, they go up northeast a little bit more often than I do. I don't like making that drive. It's like nine hours. Oh, wow. Um, if I go up to Philly or something, I usually get flown. So that's why I don't okay. ride with them as much. Nice. So, but like, I go to the south sometimes, too. Like, okay. Tennessee and Alabama, you know, so I just have a mixture of bookings. Yeah, because Virginia, stuff like that. You're like in that, I guess, little hub where you could literally hop around to how many different states and still be able to wrestle everywhere without really leaving, right? Cincinnati is just absolutely the best place to live where I'm at right now for wrestling. It's the perfect place to be. Okay, so when you. I got like a five hour window of like 100 endings, you know. 
And that exactly my point. Yeah. yeah, for sure. No, that's cool. So w- when you get home, what's the first thing you want to do as soon as you walk through that door? What's your go-to when you get off the road? Uh, I really like to hop on some Destiny 2. Uh, I definitely like to eat first and sleep. But sometimes there's still adrenaline still going. So, you know, sometimes you just hop on some, some Destiny and uh, have a day with that. But yeah, and then after about one rest day, I usually take one day for like a weekend and then and then I go back to work because <laughs> wrestling is a 24-7 deal. Well, I believe it. Well, of course it is. And okay, so you're a gamer. Perfect. I, I'm a huge gamer as well. What, what do you game on? Are you an Xbox or a PlayStation guy? Um, so you know, growing up, I always had Xbox, but uh, more and more, I realized that a lot of the exclusive games I wanted to play were on PlayStation. I just finally hit the dust and got a PS4. Um, I used to I used to be a PC guy too. I built my PC, built my own PC one time. Right. Uh, I played League of Legends at like a top. <laughs> one percent level wow have you ever heard of that game yeah of course i have like i said i'm a gamer don't worry you, you could yeah, talk gaming I, I with me i was a big nerd i played that game for five years wow yeah yeah i was a huge nerd before i started getting into yoga which then got me in shape and then i started working out and i was like yeah i'm in really good shape i could be a pro wrestler <laughs> and pro wrestling has improved my life for the better it's improved my relationships with people and my relationships with women um because it got me off the you know got me off the video games and out into the social world Right. Uh, more so, so I could show off my charisma and stuff like that. So, so what's your favorite game yeah, of all? I, I was a big nerd. I played World of Warcraft for like five years. Too. Okay, I was going to ask that too if you t- dabbled in that. But what is your favorite game so of my all time? My girlfriend's a little nerd too. So you both are gamers. Perfect. Or is it perfect? Yeah, are these guys always hogging? So what's your favorite game of all time? My favorite game to play? Yeah, no, no, of all time. Of, if there was only one game that you could play for the rest of your life forever, what would it be? Or what's the favorite game you've played or whatever? Oh, uh, right now it would be Destiny. Right now it would be Destiny 2 because they keep coming up with shit to do and I've never run out of shit to do. Okay, so you're more into the multiplayer. Do you enjoy more the multiplayer aspect than the single yeah, campaign? Um, I, I, uh, as I get older, I, I used to be mainly only multiplayer kind of guy. Right. But as I get more, I respect, you know some more single-player chill experiences, like Spider-Man's been really cool. But you got to try Spider-Man, Sam. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, you can start your own game as well. But, uh, but Destiny 2 is, is such a good game because, you know, while they did have a poor kind of launch, uh, they've really cleaned everything up as far as how players want the game to, to work. Oh, okay. They returned it to that, to the way that they, you know, the way they had in Destiny 1 where everybody was happy. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, you know, it took them some time to kind of patch things back, back up. But, uh, not a lot of content, a lot of, a lot of PVE. So, like, if I just, if I just want to play by myself and chill and just kill things. Right. See headshot. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like a nice little slow burn. Okay. Nice little slow grind to get exotic, you know, to get cool weapons, cool gear. Right. Uh, I miss it when I miss games that were hard. They made it a lot harder. Okay. Like, you know, World of Warcraft used to be so hard to get, like, shit, you know, and then, like, they right. make the game easier and easier and easier. Mm-hmm. And now there's no point in playing World of Warcraft because they basically just make the game easy for you. Right. It's like a toddler can go play, you know what I mean? Like, I miss when you had to, like, learn how to use your character, you know. Now it's like they tell you how to do everything. I know. Thank you so much. Cause... They got maps everywhere. No, it's... Destiny 2 is cool in the sense that it has secrets and shit. Like, there's just... 
cool shit always happening. No, it's so true because even again, my era, we didn't. We have to make our own maps. So, like the original Zelda, when we played that growing up, we had no idea what the fuck was going on, what we needed to get, what even how to clear the game was. You just had to figure it out. And yeah, those games, were, those, those games were hard. Like, games these days are not hard. Nah, like, they're not. You I know. Back in time, like, hell, even the God of War games were way harder than the new one. Really? Okay, I, I haven't played with the new one yet, and I'm a huge God of War fan, so I, I've been holding back a bit because I keep I hearing that. I the new one, I, new one, the new one is challenging. Okay. But, uh, like, I don't know, like, the harder difficulties were really really challenging so I couldn't do them but okay. I beat the game pretty you know pretty handily with the normal mode but the Spider-Man game that came out right. it's really really good the new Spider-Man game but I will say it is a very easy game I play on the hardest difficulty and I've been breathing through it right. with a lot of fun like just <laughs> enough challenge to have fun okay and I'm not going to sit here and say I never died you know right right but you're but, but because Spider-Man is so powerful and once you get a lot of the perks, I was smart and I chose the defender tree and I had a lot of defensive options. So, you know, I, I breezed through the hardest difficulty of Spider-Man. See, we're, see, I'm the opposite now of you. I grew up, obviously, with, the, with no internet, so everything was single player unless it was couch co-op. So to me, I always love a single player yeah. game. And now as I'm getting older... And I don't care about my ego that a 10-year-old beats me every single time. I'm starting to dabble a bit more in the multiplayer. So, like, for example, like, this month on PSN, as of this recording, the free game was, one of the free games is Friday the 13th. And that's pure multiplayer, except for a few challenges offline. And I'm I'm in love with it. I can't get enough. And I'm like, how much multiplayer have I missed in the past? Because even with Call of Duty, I was a big, nah, I don't want to play Call of Duty. Fuck that shit. I'm not into playing uh, multiplayer. I I need single story campaign. And now I'm the opposite. So it's, it's just funny how shit works. Yeah. Okay, so what about... Okay, so you said food as well. What's your go-to cheat meal? Since you need to look lean and look good for wrestling, when you have your cheat days or when you feel like spurging, what's the one thing that you go to? You know, I've really been eating like shit lately. You know? <laughs> it's really not been a cheat day. It's been a cheat lifestyle. Oh, wow. I've really been... Uh, I've really just been eating fucking garbage, but... Um, a lot of frozen pizza, you know, throw a red, throw a red baron in there. You know, I hate to sound like a dick, but I just, my jeans, my jeans must be good because I can eat whatever I want. I look pretty good, so. You know what? Cheers to that because I'm pretty <laughs> I've been doing more cardio, though. So I will say my, my workout schedule involves more cardio, so um, I think I'm compensating you know, for the food I mean. No, you know what? I totally feel, I shouldn't say I feel your pain, but I enjoy in having the same problem as you where I could literally eat anything and I still look the same as I did when I was like 20 years old. So it has to be something yeah. in the genes. It's so true because I could pound back whatever I want. And yeah, I'll get a little bit of love handles here and there, but I literally go walk down the street and I'll lose it w- within a couple of days. So yeah. what about music? What music genre are you into? Are you a rocker? Are you into country? Are you into hip hop? Or are you into pop music? <laughs> yeah, so for a while, when I was working out, oh, wow, I just saw the coolest fucking... Uh-oh. I'm going to fucking say this. Oh, wow. So, uh, my 
you said, I'm sorry, what did you say? I just got, I just got, thank you, sorry. No, you don't, again, you never have to apologize on this show. But it was, uh, I was saying that, um, hold on. Shit, one second. Almost lost connection. Yeah, you know what? Don't apologize because everyone knows that I'm even slower than I should be because I, I get hit in the head a lot. So I've had a lot of concussions in my lifetime. So I kind of oh, yeah. can relate to a wrestler's mentality, believe it or not, just because of that, like being in the middle of a little sentence and then having something else distract you or forget mid-thought of what you were exactly talking about. So don't worry. The listeners are used to that shit on the show. <laughs> don't feel bad at all. But what I, what was I saying? Fuck, now I can't remember. Speaking of. Oh, shit. That's right. Oh, I remember now. I remember as I have a cough attack to be even more professional on this episode. Genre of music. What are you into? What do you listen to? Oh, music, music. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> so, you know, I used to, I used to listen to a lot of alternative rock to kind of get through a workout, you know, you know, like, sure. Yeah. Makes sense. Some heavy shit, but, you know, I don't want to come back down from this cloud. Nice. You know, like that shit. (laughs) And is that slow? uh, And you're still into that? No, but lately I've been listening to I've been listening to more rap and more upbeat stuff. I think it's definitely better. Um, It's actually more beneficial for the for the for the mind for the mind. I believe hip hop is quite you know it's it's a weird (laughs) it's a weird thing, but. I feel like listening to some upbeat hip hop while I'm working out has been more beneficial than like the lower or grungier tones, you know. Right, exactly. Well, of course, you need something to uplift kind of like you. Like when I was in college, and I, when I was in college, I'd study. I'd listen to classical music because it helped me like study. But in the gym, oh. I want to listen to like you know some some hard rap and hip hop, you know. <laughs> to get you something going, of course. Apparently, apparently my girlfriend's not amused. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe she's not into hip hop. She's rolling her eyes at me. I don't know. What do you got against hip hop, man? Exactly. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about TV? <laughs> are, are you a binge watcher? Are you into Netflix? Do you watch anything on TV? Or are you just too busy nowadays? Yeah. So you know, I don't really watch a lot of TV uh, at all. So nothing. Not even sports. You're not I into sports. Some, I watch some wrestling on my phone when I can. I watch most things on YouTube. Okay. If I want to watch something, something quick. I'm not a big fan of commercials, but <laughs> I know um, I do have a Netflix account, and I, and I believe my girlfriend has a Hulu account. But you know, sometimes we're watching anime or something. Oh, there you go. You know, a nice, concise, you know, anime show. And I so guess we can both kind of get into it real quick. Yeah. You know? I guess movies is out of the. You know, I used to watch. I used to watch a lot of. Uh, I used to watch a lot of uh, Game of Thrones. So nice. I'm hoping that comes out here soon. I'm waiting on it. Goddamn. Yeah, I think it's coming out early 2019, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, another few months, and it, it should be dropping soon. Yeah. So that means you're really not a, a movie watcher as well. Do you are you into Marvel shit, or like you said, you were a nerd? So are you into the comic book scene as well, or no? Um, not so much comic books. Never, never was a fan of reading as a kid. I was always <laughs> okay. kind of ADD. Never wanted to sit there and read. Right. Uh, that's why video games captivated me because I could focus on something and a story or something while doing something. You know, so it's like eighty. Like yeah. My ADD was a 
good match for for video games, you know. What about sports? You, you into sports? Because I know you dabbled yeah, a bit in college. I, okay, I was, I was I was a solid standout football player in high school. Oh, nice. Um, I was an all all star team defensive line line uh, tackle. Nose guard. So are you? Back, are you, know, you are you a Bengals yeah, I fan? Cross in college, I played lacrosse. Oh, nice Canadian Canadian sport. <laughs> yeah. So are you a a, a huge? My dad played. My dad played hockey. Yeah. So that was the difference there, you know. Another Canadian-esque sport, you know. Well, yeah, no, obviously being up here, if you don't like hockey, then you're not really Canadian because that, that just runs through all our blood. I, I don't know what it is. Like, I'll, like even in the States, you guys have football, you have basketball, you have like an assortment, baseball even. You don't have that one where everyone yeah. just gravitates towards. But up here, it's just hockey, hockey, hockey 24-7, and that's about it. It's 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 actually kind of, yeah. I'm kind of over it, to tell you the truth, because I'm, I'm into other sports as well, like football and stuff. So speaking of football, are you a, a Bengals fan, or are, are you a, 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 of, of another team? Um, so the Bengals are the local team. Right. But uh, I'm actually more of a Ravens fan, because oh. my dad went to college with John Harbaugh, so John Harbaugh was like good friends with him, so he nice. kind of has helped me out in my life a little bit, and, and kind of stepped in and been a family friend. So there you really go. fond of the Ravens head coach. Yeah, you know, the Bengals never done nothing for me. So <laughs> I know that's why I have too many people. Too many people are stressed out about them around here, and it's like they're not very good, and all this that and the other. And I just think of it as a cycle. It's just like it's just like wrestling. It's entertainment. You know what I mean? There's there's popular stars for a while, and then there's not. You know, it's just a corporate football. I feel like it's such a work in the sense that it's just a continuous cycle. You know. Well, of course. Well, like everyone says, like at least, like at least in wrestling, we we're creative with you know what we do and, and how we approach things. And well, yeah, it's I always feel like football is a big conglomerate of just whatever. It's always something different. Corruption. Uh, in wrestling, it's always something different where you have different storylines, different characters, revolving doors. Whereas in football, it's literally the exact same game, just switching around the players every so often on team and inserting new blood every year so often. And that's about it. And that goes for every sport. And that's probably why I'm a little bit over sports right now, where I'm not delving like I used to when I was young. Because, yeah, it's just the same thing over and over. It's so true. Yeah. So, what do you do for fun, man, other than video games? Like, you're on the road, you're wrestling, you like to splurge on food every once in a while, but if you don't have video games, like, what's your thing? Like, are, are you, do you go fishing? Do you go hunting? Like, are you an outdoors guy? Yeah, you... so, I mean, I, uh, I, like to, I like to go out to the bars. Um, oh, you're a bar guy, all right. With my friends on the weekend stuff, you know, go get some drinks and that, go out to eat, stuff like that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, uh, you know... I used to uh, just pretty much play video games growing up, and now I'm really busy with wrestling. I do enjoy working out, though. I've done CrossFit. Um, I was a yoga enthusiast for a while. I did a lot of hot yoga. Nice. And I even, you know, practiced my own style in my in my backyard. I thought about being a yoga teacher, but you know, different things take up your life at different times. And right now, wrestling is the is the main focus. Uh, yeah, I do love enjoy drinking beer <laughs> and eating crab. Oh, crab, I love and, crab, uh, too. And really just, really just socializing and going out and being a part of this of this world that we live in. And every now and then, you know, somebody will start up a volleyball league and I'll, you know, play some volleyball. But really, nice. I'm just trying to save my body for wrestling. I got no time getting hurt doing anything else. 
That's true, too. Um, it's a year-round, 24-7 job. So, no kidding. Um, most of the fun I do have is just sitting down with my girlfriend and my dog or playing some Destiny. There you go. Hey, you know what? That's on, there's nothing wrong with that, my friend. Nothing wrong. Okay, I, I want to bring up something that I saw, and obviously you're, you're going to plug your Instagram and all that shit towards the end of the show, but on your Instagram account, I noticed, I don't know how long ago now, but I've been following you for a while now, but I noticed on one of your Instagram posts that you put up a bag of milk. How do you know about bags of milk? Have you been up here in Ontario recently? Oh, so, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the funny story behind that is I did a uh, five-day training camp with Michael Elgin. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm familiar with Michael Elgin, uh, of course. Elgin's from, Elgin from, Elgin from Canada. Yeah. So... I think he's from Ontario, right? Yeah, he's, he's just the outskirts of Toronto. Yes, correct. Okay. So, um, so we had a student in our class that was very skilled, very good moveset, you okay. know, very good look, face, facially. Right. Yeah, you know, pretty boy kid. Okay. But he just had, he didn't have a very good body. He was kind of thick. You know, he had some baby fat on him. All right. And Elgin used to say, you know, hey, you, you, I, you know, I can't book you on my show. You look like a bag of milk. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I started dying laughing because I never heard anything like it. I was like, a bag of milk, Jesus. Oh shit. And uh, he went, and then he told me and showed me pictures in Canada that had bags of milk. You know, so uh, I was just dying, and you know, they're like little Capri Sun pouches or whatever. You know, just little bags of milk. But. uh it's funny because a bag of milk, you know, it's like a flat, you know, it's a flat surface, you know, yep. so it's just saying his body just looks like a flat, you know, he got no definition and it's just kind of thick and fat and he just looks like a bag of milk. So then we just started ribbing that kid and he's really good. He's, he's a luchador there kid. His name's Joe Alonzo. He, he's very skilled. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we just call him a bag of milk and it's a lot of fun. Okay, cool. Because I was like, okay, a lot of Americans don't know about the, even some people in Canada because it's just a provincial thing for us here. We're the only ones who have bags of milk for some reason, and I still don't know why. But for whatever reason, it is. It is. But when I saw that, I was like, hey, he must have been in yeah. Ontario recently. Uh, so that's yeah, cool. That wasn't actually my milk. That was a uh, screenshot off on. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, man, I've, I've enjoyed this uh, this chat. <laughs> All right, so before I let you go, the last thing I usually do with my guests is I play the dumb laws game. Are you up for trying to guess which dumb law of these that I pick out is the actual real dumb law? You up for it? Yeah, sure. Okay, I break it down to three categories. So I have American laws, Canadian laws, and world laws. And then in each category, I'll name off three laws, and then you have to tell me the real one, all right? Okay, what do you want to start off first? I always give the guests the choice. Do you want American, Canadian, or world? Uh, it's a Canadian law. All right. <clears throat> so out of these three laws, you tell me which one is the real illegal law. So, in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, it is illegal to cut or shave one's own hair. In London, Ontario, it is illegal to have grass taller than eight inches. Or is it in Miramichi, New Brunswick, it is illegal for a citizen to bury any type of animal. All animals must be incinerated. Uh, I want to say the one with burying the animals. 
No, it's the grass can't be taller than eight inches in London, Ontario. Damn it, I thought that one was it when I first heard it. I was like, that's definitely it. <laughs> then I thought about maybe the environmental, what would have more of an impact, digging a hole or just like having long grass. And I was like, oh, digging a hole in that dairy and dead shit might have more of an impact on the environment. Well, you know what the fucked up thing is about this eight inches thing? If it does grow over eight inches, they have inspectors that come around and then they cut the lawn for you and send you a bill in the mail. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty fucked up. Okay, next one. What do you want, American or world? Let's do the American. All right, let's see if you could do redeem yourself on this one. <clears throat> so, let's go with your hometown. In Cincinnati, Ohio, it is illegal for more than five women to live in a house at one time. In Louisville, Kentucky, it is illegal to entertain chickens after sunset. In Charleston, West Virginia, it is illegal to purchase more than 20 pounds worth of potatoes at one time. Um, I think it is the third one. So the pound, the potatoes? Yeah. You don't know your city's own laws. In Cincinnati, Ohio, it is illegal to have more than five women live in a house at one time. Oh, well, I'm going to break that law one day. <laughs> <clears throat> Again, these are stupid laws. All right. Again, and don't feel bad. Only two guests of mine have ever gotten perfect, and only one has passed. So it's this is not, this is, again, wow. all in good fun. So I'm either doing too good of a job, or people just don't realize how many stupid laws there are in the world. <laughs> All right, let's see the last one. At least let's not go 0 for 3. Let's see if you could get this one. So, in Bolivia, it is illegal to masturbate under the age of 18. In Luxembourg, it is illegal to penetrate a male sexually unless another male is present. In Singapore, it is illegal to walk around naked in your own home. It is illegal to walk around naked in your own home in Singapore. I'm going to go with the second one. So the penetration by another man, has another man has to be present? <laughs> yeah. No, it's the walking around naked. In Singapore, you're not allowed. If they catch no. you, you, you go to jail. Why? I I don't know. Maybe because there are a bunch of tight asses over there. Like, you can't even chew gum and spit it on the floor. You'll go to jail, right? So can you imagine their sexual laws over there? I could only imagine. I'm sure, you can, I'm sure if you're in your own house, nobody can do anything to Well, that's true. Well, I get, but again, it is... Nobody can see you. It is single... Well, true. If you have all your windows closed and everything, no one could really see. Unless someone rats you out or something, you piss someone off, and then they go rat you out to the cops, and then that's it. You're in trouble. <laughs> Well, Brian, thanks for coming aboard. Now is your time to plug what you want. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, so check us out. Major League Wrestling comes to Chicago on November 7th and 8th. Buy your tickets now. Um, the New Heart Foundation is taking over this promotion. We are basically the three kings. There's really nothing else to it. Uh, everyone watches and tunes into Major League Wrestling to watch us. So get on board. My single's debut is on YouTube. Check it out. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Flying Brian Jr. and Instagram at Flying Brian 41. There you go. Nice and easy. 
All right, Brian, thank you very much. Hopefully, I didn't bore you too much because I know it's a drag doing these over and over. Hopefully, I changed it up a bit for you. And that, no, uh, no, that was good. I, I wasn't bored at all. Okay, perfect. Because that's all I want. As long as you're not bored, I could deal with anything else. Because like, at least I want some emotion. Like, even if you were upset at me, I I, I could run with that. Because at least I know I did something to pull, to push your buttons. <laughs> yeah. All right, Brian. Thank you so much again, and I'll see you around, man. Thanks, John. Peace. Bye. So that was Brian Pillman Jr. for the unofficial 100th episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully it came off all right. I, I'm thinking, again, I don't know, I'm not, I haven't edited this yet because obviously I'm talking, but I'm thinking as of this recording, maybe he was a bit muffled every so often and uh, I hope it came off okay and everyone could hear it, but I'm airing it anyways. Don't worry. It was a great talk with Brian. Appreciate it. We'd love to have him back in the near future if he's willing to come back on. That's cool. But as for me, obviously the usual suspects again, like I always say, in iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, listen to the show, podbros.com. Click on Amazon banner, takes you two seconds and helps them out, which helps me out. EMZT Radio every Sunday, poppyapparel.com, get 10% off, use promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D, free shipping worldwide. We have merch.com, you could buy mugs, you could buy t-shirts, women's tees, support the cause, help a brother out. Like I said, it's been 100 episodes and I want to get paid, people. Like seriously, why aren't you guys helping me out? Buy some more shit. If you bought one, great, go buy another one then. Everyone needs more t-shirts. Everyone needs mugs. Don't you have guests who come over? What are you going to serve your coffee in? Why don't you want to serve it in a nice The Podcast mug while wearing a The Podcast t-shirt? Then, as a parting gift, you could give a The Podcast women's tea as on their way out. See how thoughtful that could be? Come on, man. Black Friday's coming. Christmas is coming. It's around the corner. Help a brother out. Go to wehavemerch.com. Search The Podcast. Buy something nice. If if you don't want to go to poppyapparel.com, because I totally understand if you're not a woman. But again, if you're not a woman... Why don't you court a woman by going to poppyapparel.com and buying something nice for me? Not for me, sorry, for your woman. (laughs) No, buy something nice so then I could get paid for me. How about that? Does that make sense? All right. So, Instagram, Twitter, Finger Styles. The email is thepodcastdap at gmail.com. The podcast, you could follow also on Twitter. It's thepodcastdap. And that's it. So, 100 episodes, man. I don't know who I said man to, but because I'm talking here to myself. But a hundred episodes. Where has the time gone? Where has the time gone? I'm still here and I'm still doing it. So to all you haters, I haven't said this in a while. Eat a motherfucking dick. On that note, he's Brian. I'm Steve. This is the hundredth unofficial episode of the award-winning The Podcast. Peace.